Advice and opinions given on the Sedated Therapist podcast is intended for educational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for treatment or consultation with a mental health professional. Yes, we are here. We have arrived finally, Amanda. I know we are here. We've been talking about this venture for three years. Oh my gosh. And here we are. We're doing good. Yeah, I'm excited. So welcome, everyone, to episode one of the Sedated Therapist podcast. Yes. I am Dr. Amanda Nicholson. Yes, claim it. Ha! Ha ha! I am a licensed marriage and family therapist who specializes in sex therapy. And here with me, I have the wonderful, amazing, (laughs) incomparable, (gasps) awesome, also my best friend. Hello. And her name is? Hi, guys. Hi, guys. My name is Amy. I'm an LMFT. I'm so happy to be here with my best friend. Um, but yes, I'm also a therapist and I specialize in anxiety, helping people focus in on their self-esteem and productivity in the work environment and life in general. Okay. Get yourself, gather, gather yourselves. (laughs) Okay. But, um, yes, we've been talking about this for so long. I'm so glad that we're here finally. You know, it kind of takes a long time to um, put the seasoning in the sauce, I guess. I don't know. Put the seasoning in the sauce. I don't know. It just kind of came to me that way. Just know if y'all ever hear there anywhere, you heard it on the Sedated Therapist podcast first. (laughs) Okay. the seasoning... In the sauce. All right. Mm-hmm. I like that. All right, Hello. Amy. So <laughs> what do we <laughs> what do we have for the people today? What are we talking about today? So today we want to talk about uh grind culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's so interesting to talk about right now, especially during a pandemic. It's just really, really I guess I want to say it's really um, being sold to us to be in this grinding space of making shit happen. And it's like, okay, we in a pandemic, y'all. We are in a pandemic. So um, I want to talk grind culture. I feel like we have a lot to talk about when it, it can come to that. But I think specifically honing in on unhealthy symbols of productivity um so yeah I think that's a great point ever since the pandemic started you know back last March first of all I can't believe it's almost been a year oh my gosh oh my god I saw the funniest meme okay and it was like a guy it was like March 2021 uh-huh. walking in and then it was like March 2020 uh-huh. and it's like, you know, March 2021 approaching, but you're still trying to process March 2020. Yeah. And I was like, that is so true. But ever since last March, all you saw is people saying like, if you don't come out of this time without a new business venture, a book, a whatever whatever it's like how did you spend your time yeah but at the same time um 
this pandemic has been crippling for a lot of people when it comes to health, yeah. physically, mentally, when yeah. it comes to their finances. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, we are in the middle, in the middle. This is, it wasn't like spring break or yeah. summer vacation. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. It feels like maybe it'll bring better context to say not even the middle because we don't know when the end yeah, is. Yeah, that's right. We don't fucking know <laughs> when the end is coming. And I mean that in more than one way, okay? But we are in the midst. We are in the midst, okay? Stop anticipating the end. Mm-hmm. Anticipate the midst. Like, be here in the midst of it all. In the midst of Right, so we need to stop saying in the middle of a pandemic and yeah. just saying we are in a pandemic. That's where we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, in the not in the middle. Yes, we are in a pandemic. <sighs> What's on your mind? I just, I just had a moment. Okay, <laughs> but I, I guess what I'm thinking about, like, that is something I'm having to constantly repeat, not only just to myself, like to clients. It's mm. like what you're bringing to the forefront you're saying like is a challenge for you right now um yes you're in the midst of a pandemic and I think that constantly reminding people of that in the moment they catch that relief like okay yes I forgot yeah please let me let me be your support in helping remind you that this thing that you are exhausting yourself with or this thing that you are um, upset with that isn't happening like oh I can't multitask like I used to well you shit been turned upside down your life has but not only that friend why are we so focused on multitasking oh great right? so you know um my nine to five I work with teenagers mm-hmm. so and the thing is you know most of my teens most of my little babies um, they have anxiety, they have depression, yeah. and thinking about the pandemic, and they are at home all day, Yes, on their phones all day, yes. looking at screens all day, and one of the things that we talk about is multitasking, yeah. right, because we come from DBT model, for those yes. of you who don't know, that's a dialectical behavioral therapy, yes. and one of its big tenets is being mindful, mm-hmm. right, and One of the things that talks about and also every first year experience book out there talks about is not to (laughs) multitask. Yeah. Right. So if we are in the middle of a pandemic, Mm -hmm. you are trying to stay healthy. Yeah. Trying to stay sane enough to already go to the job you already have if you weren't already entrepreneur. Yes. And trying to start a new business, write a book. Let's talk about the layers, friend. At this point, you are multitasking, and we have to focus on one thing at a time. Yeah. It's like you're describing it. I'm trying to multitask within multitasking. Is that that what we're trying to make happen and going insane in the membrane? You remember that? Insane in the membrane. Okay. Can we get a clip of that in there? Thank you. Okay, thank you. But yeah, we're multitasking, multitasking within multitasking, right? We're yeah. every day we're multitasking, right? We are driving while we are looking at the GPS and texting. Stop that! Yeah, Crazy. stop that! Mm-hmm. I gotta write that on my to-do list. Hi, <laughs> <you>, Siri. <laughs> hey Siri, text Amy. Okay, what are you doing right now? <laughs> 
Driving girl. So, you know, we multitask every day. We drive, we listen to music, we are listening to audiobooks. So we multitasking is a part of our everyday life, but we have to be more conscious of the way that we are doing that. So like you said, it's like layers on layers. There are things that we are way more conscious right. of right now because we are in a pandemic. Yes. We are way more conscious of and we're doing so much at one time. Yeah. And then on top of that, people are like, oh, you don't have to go to work tomorrow? No sleep, gang. Let's oh, stay up all man. night and work yeah. your business. And it's kind of like, um, no, I'm tired. Do you yeah. not know I've been looking at a computer for right. seven hours today already? Right. Yeah, yeah. I think what's coming to mind also another, if we, another perspective of it is work is not the only thing happening within your life or should not be the only thing happening within your life. We want to talk about like a well-rounded life. Do you have grind in your self-care? Do you grind in your spiritual? You better. (laughs) Do you have grind in your whatever your spiritual life is? Do you Mm. have grind in your friendship and relationship? Are you grinding for Jesus or Jehovah or Buddha or whoever it is that whomever it is that you live in? You know you is your person or your belief, but like the grind in every area. Okay, I'll pause while you hit your checklist, sis and sir. Where do you need to grind? That is your homework. We often assign homework. <laughs> we often assign homework to clients. So your homework Friend? is to make a list of areas in your life where you can grind just as hard as you do in your work life. Yes. Are you grinding with a night routine? Do you right. have a night routine to wind down for the night? If you are working from home, if you are an entrepreneur, we're all for entrepreneurship now. Yeah. If you are an entrepreneur, what is your shutdown time? Yes. What what amount of time are you leaving to take care of yourself at night? Mm-hmm. Are you going to sleep with the TV on? Oh, my gosh. And if you are, is it on a sleep timer? Yes. That's why you ain't getting no good sleep, girl. Yeah. Or guy or person. You. They, right? So we have to be more conscious of that. And yeah. I love that. Are you grinding in other areas of your life? Yeah. Because we are so focused on grind culture. And we have all these entrepreneurs that are like, team no sleep. Oh, you work eight hours at your job. When you come home, work three more hours. Um, First of all, I got three sir. kids. Uh, I'm caretaking for my mom who right now who is sick. I'm also worried about my grandmother who potentially could be exposed to COVID because I, I don't know if you remember, but we are what? In, In the midst of the pandemic. Okay, I'm just trying to make sure y'all are coming along with us now. Say it with us now. Okay. But yes, like it's just like so important. I just kind of was thinking like when you were saying that, like, are you defining your own grind culture? And maybe that's what you need to do. Define what the grind culture is for you. We are so break out of these societal ways of being like you don't have to attach yourself to the way that society is defining this grind culture like pick and choose what is going to be for you and what is not and throw it in the trash and walk away with with what is for you yeah I totally agree and one my favorite entrepreneur is Gary B sure because he um 
he talks about grind culture, mm-hmm. but the way that he talks about it, he's like, um, but I go to sleep. Mm. <laughs> he's like, mm. I go to sleep. Mm. <laughs> right? Yeah. I go to sleep and he talks about resting. Right. Because if you don't rest, who are you showing up for? Right. Right? So like if we don't get rest, if I'm going off two, three hours of sleep, mm-hmm. How am I going to show up for you in the therapy room? Right. Have you ever been around a sleepy therapist? Oh, man. Oh, man. Have you ever been the sleepy therapist? Let's not talk about ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But I'm done. You cannot, you have to show up at your best, and that includes sleep. I love the, um, what's the, um, I don't know the whole handle, Instagram okay. handle for, um, is it the Nat, Min- is it Nat Ministry? Yeah, the Nat Ministry, yes. Yes, I love their, what they are representing on their Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it's really resting and ignoring, once again, what people say about not taking any time for yourself. Like, I remember a time when napping was going to happen. It, even if it was five minutes, these eyes was going to rest. And you know, that just made me think about when we were at Mercer. Uh And just to give a little background, everybody, me and Amy have been stuck at the hip for some years now. Yeah. She wouldn't be my friend at first, but let's talk about that another day. Listen. So. Listen. (laughs) We have been stuck at the hip for quite some time. So we've seen each other evolve through like. Different phases of what grind culture has been for us, but that made me think of our first year there when we had yes, grad school. We had so much time on our hands because we weren't sharing anymore. Didn't have class all day. We had one class for three hours, but in the evening, twice a week. Right. Okay. We had a whole lot of nothing to do. We had a (laughs) right. We had so much time, and we would rest. Yeah. All day. Yeah. Granted, it was earned. Yes. Right? But we would rest so much. And right now, I love looking for those times yeah. in the day where I could lean back in my desk chair and close my eyes. Yes. Absolutely. Right now, in my head, I'm thinking because, and I guess since being in the midst of the pandemic, really learning how to relax. Mm. Like, what are you doing today? I am practicing relaxing. What is that? Not multitasking while I'm relaxing. Not having a laptop in my um, lab, looking up stuff. I don't even care if it's shopping, but because, yeah, I can do that. But also, what does it look like to not have anything in my hands, not trying to figure out how much money in the bank, not trying to figure out um, why this bill coming in with these extra taxes on it or whatever it is, like, (laughs) To really relax and just really try to put myself back in that space where in grad school where I could sit down and not feel pressured or have on my mind, okay, I have a long to-do list. I, I, I don't deserve to be. Mm. I don't deserve to be relaxing. Hmm. Do you deserve to be relaxing? Yes, you yeah. do. And, you know, that just made me think of, you know, this week we had a conversation. I was like, you know... I was just scrolling through my Instagram that I now call the archives. Okay. Um, I was scrolling through and I was like, um, 
I was scrolling through, and I'm sorry, y'all, I lost my thought. <laughs> but <laughs> so I was scrolling through mm-hmm. my Instagram, and I was looking at old pictures of me and Amy. We're hanging out, oh, ma'am. working out, oh, wow, hitting yoga poses, <laughs> okay. side crows, okay, and stuff, elevating. Okay. I would and I bend, said, bend these knees now. <laughs> And I was like, wow, where is this girl? What part about that girl? The part about that girl that rested and prioritized that before everything else. Like right now, I feel like the older you get, you see all these lists, top 40, under 40, top 30, under 30. And you're like, oh, no, as soon as I get up, I have to turn on my computer. I have to start scrolling through Instagram because I need to see what's going on. And I need to be in the know. I right. have to get up and do all these things. Right. And I'm not saying anything is wrong with that. Because sometimes to make shit happen. You do have to put you that You have in. to make yeah. that sacrifice. But within that sacrifice, where are you? Like you said, where are you resting and taking care of yourself? Mm-hmm. My, none of this part of this pandemic has been my favorite. So I'm going to put that out there. Okay. But <laughs> while I was still um, teaching, yeah, you know, I was teaching from home. So I got to build a schedule around resting mm-hmm. and taking naps. Yeah. I know 15, like a two hour nap right. in the middle of the day. Yeah. Um, because it's like, oh, I'm done grading. Yeah. My classes are done. There are no meetings. I can rest. Yes. Right? And now I've transitioned to a new job. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for elevation. And we get um, a woot, woot. Okay. And since I've I've had to, again, adjust mm-hmm. and say, okay, what does rest look like now? Yeah. So rest for me now looks like walking out of my office. Okay. Sitting in the conference room watching reruns of Shit's Creek because yes. I've watched that show like six times by now. I, I just haven't turned it back on, but it's on the Netflix um, list. Good. It's good. on the Netflix It's a list. funny show, y'all. They just won a lot of awards last year. It's oh, really funny. Dope. It's a good show. Um, but I take my lunch and I go into a different room and I yeah. sit, and I go in a room with windows and I sit or right. I go outside and I walk. Yeah. So it's like rest isn't always a nap. Right. Oh, please go into it because <laughs> you was reading my mind. Right. Rest isn't always a nap. Sometimes rest is last night. Um, y'all, me and Amy talk all day, right? Yeah. So I was, I walked in the room and... Andrew was watching Medea plays on BET. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, this is fun. So I sat down. I grabbed my big stuffed animal. Yeah. So I'm sitting there holding my stuffed animal, and I'm just watching plays. And then mm-hmm. we watched, like, three. Yeah. And I realized, I said, where is my phone? Yeah. Can we just put a big old highlight around, where is your phone? I was like, where is Because we be phone? in our phone so much, and I think because we – there's so much that we can do with our phones that we it, mm. it stays with us. But maybe part of your rest is actually putting your phone down. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, where's my phone? I was like, oh. Let me get lost. It's in the bathroom. And I was like, but none of my friends need me if they do. Listen, as long as the $1,000 phone is in the building. A girl. Because now. Listen. I don't, I don't mind not knowing where my phone is, but I, that $1,000 phone better be in the, the bounds of this rented space I have right here. I know that. 
But you know what? Okay. I just had to. What? How much have our phones contributed to grind culture? You better bring it up and talk some more. Right? Because some of the things that all a lot of us do when we first wake up is we check our emails. Yeah. I had to stop doing that. Yeah. Right? We check our emails. We check our text messages and everything is like our we're so attached to these yeah. bitty, little itty bitty yeah um computers that are in our hands and we yeah. just have to like you don't have to watch you don't have to tweet yeah. while you watch tv yeah you don't have to instagram watching right tv put your phone down and, and watch the movie it. did you know what last week <laughs> last week Y'all, me and Andrew watch movies every Friday. That's just our thing. That's when so it's cute. not when it's not football or baseball season, that's what we do on Friday nights. So I realized we were watching Dark Knight and we watched some. Is that uh, the one with the guy that's like Ugh. with Bane? Yeah, I love that the one, Dark but Knight could Rises. never remember. Let me write that. Tom down. Hardy. I am so in love with him, y'all. Oh Are you? God. Yes, he's like fifty, but I was gonna say, I really. What? <laughs> but Tom Hardy, if you ever are listening to this, oh, I will did risk you hear? It all. First of all, <laughs> first of all, lady, the tone of that voice changing. This is a message. Somebody, somebody. Andrew knows already. We've talked okay, about as long this. as your man know, he knows. So, um, know. but yes, that is the one. Okay, the Dark Knight Rises. Okay, on, babe. So I was watching that, and we watched, like, two other movies that we've seen before. And I was like, all this happens in this movie? Because you ain't never seen the whole thing through without dropping your eyes down to your phone. at the phone and on the computer. Yeah. Yes. I think to that sentiment, too, like, when I tell you that I'm practicing relaxing, mm-hmm. um, I literally feel my body, like, saying, where the phone at? Pick your phone up. See what's going on. Did it buzz? It didn't buzz. <laughs> now, nah, don't get it twisted. You know, I'll be getting hit on my phone or whatever. We know. We but know. I think it's like an automatic. It's so ingrained in us that we naturally reach for our phone in moments that ain't nothing happening on your phone. That mm. wasn't happening two minutes ago or five minutes ago. And guess what? If it's an emergency, somebody is going to call you. Or call 911. <sighs> Because I might not be the one to help you out. That's a whole nother episode. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) let's recap like we would at the end of a therapy session. Sure. We will recap. So we've talked about grind culture. Yeah. What that looks like um, in resting. Yes. Right. Well, don't miss that because, you know, I'll be writing some notes. I see. Go ahead. Help us Uh, with a recap, girl. I would say like. In talking about grind culture, I think we talked about redefining it. Yes. That it's important to do that. Um, also, just kind of aspects of, I wrote down, are you multitasking and multitasking? Being mindful. Yes, yeah. being mindful, being more present. We're talking about um, where does relaxation fall into your grind? Mm-hmm. Are you grinding in more than one area of your life or is it just this your corporate job or corporate and entrepreneurial space, whichever right. it is. Um, I think those are some key points. What else did I miss? Um, 
Well, Amy's such a great therapist that she took notes. I was just talking, so she hit all the points. Um, <laughs> but I am going to remind you of your homework. Yes. Which is to make a list and think of all the places where you are lacking that grind mentality. Yeah. So could you be grinding more in your relationship? Right. Could you be grinding more, again, in your self-care? Right. What are your friendships looking like? Are yeah. you checking in on your strong friends? Oh my gosh. Right? That is a conversation for another day, but please know it is on the list. Let me write that down. All right. Again, being the okay. great therapist she is, writing notes. So <laughs> make sure you do, you know, your homework and find us on social media, you know, at the sedated therapist. Yes. Um, and let us know if you did your homework and how that worked out for you. Yeah. Right? So we are introducing a new segment today. Yeah, I am so excited. Well, duh, all of this is new, y'all. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but new to you. New to you. Um, so we have this segment, and it is called What Would We Do? Yes. So with that, um, we are going to talk about clips from pop culture where we look at couples or individuals or families um in therapy mm-hmm. and say what would we do yeah if we're like oh hell no. <laughs> <laughs> or if we're like oh wow yeah i learned something from yeah that. right so we're gonna look at that and today we are gonna talk about the very iconic scene yes. from love and hip-hop atlanta season one if not all of them are iconic <laughs> shout out to the ratchetness that just kind of exudes out of Atlanta because you know I love it it's it's real life and it's okay to have a little ratchet in your life ratchet and rest okay ratchet and rest you better write that down you and now let me tell you if I see it on somebody's t-shirt and I don't know you that means you took it and I'm gonna have to take Mm -hmm. the shirt make sure we have that t-shirt ready Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) it might be ready before this drop Uh uh-huh uh-huh all right, ratchet and rest. Okay, but go ahead, sis. What you saying? So, um, the clip we're gonna talk about today is when. <laughs> Sorry, y'all, because it's hilarious to me. So, as y'all remember, in <clears throat> season one, um, that is when our favorite love triangle began with Stevie, Stevie. Mimi, and Jocelyn. Stevie. Stevie. And we are going to talk about the episode where they were all in therapy. Yes. Um, so we are going to highlight that. We're going to talk about what we think and <laughs> what, what we, we would do. Yeah. What we would do. In what there. we would do. Okay. So first off, just just overall. Ooh. Ooh. Uh-uh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> ooh and uh-uh. Um, it was a lot happening in the room and it happened really quick. And you'll see, um, as you watch the clip, it's kind of like, okay, as you listen to it, you'll hear just like all of a lot of things happening. It's like, I think it felt like a slow buildup to the untrained eye. Yes. Yes. It, yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> because untrained i would say untrained and if you have never watched the show before right? right because really 
Think about it from this perspective. Okay. Imagine being a therapist and being able to have all that information yes. before somebody walks into yes. the room. Yes. So Love and Hip Hop, like the episodes before, like the biopsychosocial. Yes. Basically, right? So we get to see who everybody with, their social aspects, mm-hmm. their what's going on in their mind. We get to do all that. Yeah. So it seems like a very slow buildup. And then it's just like, boom, boom pow, <laughs> slap. Crunch. You still live around? Yeah. <laughs> Just felt like a comic sh- <laughs> If everything really paused with the pal. All she was was just the baby mama. Well, let's be honest. When we was at the studio that day and she came in, I was recording. So I didn't really, I wasn't really paying any mind to, thank you, baby. I wasn't really paying any mind to anything that she Are was you f- serious. What the hell was that? Nose was sweating. My nose was sweating. Yeah, it was nose sweating. Nose always sweats. Crazy. What the hell was that? I ain't seen nothing wrong with it. Of course you didn't. Of course you didn't. So, so, didn't you're trying to, you're trying wrong to go, with you're this. trying to continue on the relationship with her. I just want to make sure. I want to know that right now, Jocelyn. Are you guys living together? Yes, I'm in the house. Yes, I have been there. Steven can go to hell. I'm gonna beat your ass. I got it. I got it. I got it. Let go of me. Let go of me. Let go of me. Let go of me. When I saw Jocelyn jump up and WWF his ass, what was I supposed to do? I'm just scoot on over and let you whack him. Get him again. Get him for me. Oh, Stevie. Um, everything looked to be going quite all right mm-hmm. at first. When things, you know, when the, the actual clip opens, where things got sweaty <laughs> with no um, unintended right when things got sweaty is when stevie dabbed the nose of well mm, i'm just gonna say one of the moments so okay. when when stevie dabbed the nose of jocelyn that was like a moment where I think everyone except for Stevie and Jocelyn understood like what was happening. So when what is Mimi was like, are you serious? And the therapist like, what the hell was that? Now, don't get me wrong as a therapist. Like for me, I've got comfortable enough that I have to express exactly what's going on in my mind. And I would say, okay, what now? I don't, I wouldn't say it that way, but in some way I would definitely identify like, okay, so something just happened right there. Mimi felt something, something just exchanged where you all were oblivious to really what y'all just did, what that exchange was. And so I felt like that was appropriate. However, when the therapist, as a therapist, it's like you have to watch, to me, it's like watching your tone because his tone escalated the situation. Is that, did you see that? Yes. So I feel like as a therapist, you have to stay calm, right? In some instances, we cannot stay calm, mm-hmm. right? But in that instance, it could have definitely been a, 
okay, I just saw an exchange here. Can you right. tell me about what that was? Yeah. Right? But I think I would have checked in with Mimi first mm-hmm. before I would have been saying, Mimi, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Checked in because I know she probably like, hell no, I ain't okay. Well, yeah, because she yeah. expressed that. Yeah. Right. So I would have been like, okay, do you all see how that exchange might have sure. affected Mimi or just ask Stevie directly? Yeah. Right? Because like you said, that was unconscious intimate. That was an intimate moment, yeah. Right? And I think for Stevie, first of all, as a therapist, right then and there, I would have been like, why are y'all in couples therapy? Because he clearly has a relationship with her. No matter what he's said to you, I'm not, as a therapist, also, you know, we are also people. I would have also thought in my mind. Therapists are people too. (laughs) I would have thought in my mind- I would have been like, oh, they are definitely having sex. Because mm. nobody is just dabbing sweat off yeah. of just anybody's yeah. nose. That's an intentional, thoughtful gesture. So right. that's what I mean by intimate. And I think that right. as y'all continue to like listen to the way that we have conversations on this pod and to make sure that you tune in for that is to really learn about how we break things down and kind of give y'all so give you all different definitions and perspectives about things like intimacy. That was a thoughtful gesture. And for you to be thoughtful enough in front of someone that you are in therapy with, that is your partner. And to do that exchange, that is something that has to be called to the attention to everybody. Mm-hmm. We're in here for a purpose. I'm not in here to help y'all be more ratchet. Right. No, 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 no. Okay. Right. And I also think he allowed too much crosstalk. Between, like, it was just too much going on over Mm -hmm. there on that couch. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, this is definitely a situation where we would have a, okay, if you have the stuffed animal, you can speak. Sure. It's just, because that's a lot. Couple therapy is already a lot with two people. Yeah. Now you have three. You have the main the man and the side chick. Yeah. We need a stuffed animal. And obviously no one knows which one they are except for the man. Um, but um, just drink some coffee. Listen, is that not, I mean, sedated therapist, right? I'm just really giving you all the thought to tell the truth. Now, the thing is that, and what's interesting that there was a lot of crosstalk, but for me as a therapist, sometimes it is good to see what the exchange Mm -hmm. is like without me as the interruption. So I'm able to kind of see what the dynamic is. Which then brings me in to say, okay, pause. Now, as a <laughs> to be able to know when enough is enough and to be able to read the space in the body language, but to say, okay, is this what usually happens when there is a disagreement or there's an absence of information or when the both of you feel like there isn't clarity coming from um, Stevie, for example, right. coming from Stevie. So I agree with the crosstalk, but I feel like there's different ways that that could have been ha- could have been handled. It's Especially mm-hmm. <laughs> if you have known the history within their relationship. Right. Yeah, um, I agree. I also value the crosstalk because I think that's mm-hmm. super important to see. Because that's something we observe right in the first two sessions. We kind of let people like go at it almost sometimes. Yeah. So we can see like, okay, what kind of dynamic do you have here who's the pursuer who's the distancer are you gonna shut down let me see what happens type of thing yeah um and not because we 
are doing that for entertainment. We are doing it for information collecting purposes. And I just think he let it go on way too long. Yeah. The therapist, because like you said, it started to escalate. Right. And it was like, oh, no, 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 yeah. no, no. <laughs> and so I guess what to pinpoint mm-hmm. in the importance of why we're doing this part of this segment is because to really talk about what would really happen in therapy. Right. Versus what is played out on TV, mm. especially like a reality TV or even right. in like on a TV show set or a movie set. So... The thing is that in most settings, um, we're not going to let you escalate because the room isn't that big. And I don't know about you, Amanda. I'm looking out for me. If you forget what you're about to say. I do not want a client <laughs> to haul off and slap me accidentally Mm-mm. or to be in the midst of something like that. Because as y'all saw in the clip, it escalated into a fight. So, friend, <clears throat> friend, what would you do if... Um, <laughs> What would you do if um, a fight broke out in your therapy room? Ooh, and like I said, y'all, when I say I'm looking out for me, I mean my safety mm-hmm. to make sure that I am safe. So, ooh, wow. So that just gave me a little flashback. <laughs> you had that happen before? Not with a couple, but I did have, like, when we were interning, I had a client get very upset. Yeah. Um, And, like, got up out of a chair. At you? Moved a chair. Yes, it was very scary. I was a baby oh, intern. Hey, I was like, oh, gosh, somebody come that. and get me. And I just sat there with my hands on my knee. Oh, did you? And I was like, okay. All right. Yeah, you sound very upset. Right? Yeah. So, but... I was scared. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) of course. I handle it like a G. Yeah. So if a fight broke out in my therapy session, first of all, I'm just going to call the police. And the way that that one broke out, we don't have that many security guards in the room. I'm just going to have to call the police. And I would be worried, of course, because we're black. We mainly see black, um, you know, couples and clients, individuals. So I would be worried, but at that point, my safety mm-hmm. is a concern as yeah. well because I'm not stepping in the middle of anybody's no. fight. Yeah. I'm not, I, no, yeah. I'm not doing that. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I mean, do? I'm out the way. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of the way because I think after that point, that is outside of my lane of uh, expertise. I ain't in the business of breaking up fights. Nope. Not physical fights. That ain't Mm -hmm. my thing at all. Okay. Um, So that definitely would be unfortunate. And so 911 would definitely be on the speed dial just to kind of, and not only for my safety, but for their safety as well. Right. Um, And that would be the end of the session. The end of the session, I don't know if you can come back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know if there's a now specifically for the person who was the aggressor first. Right. And she was she being the second person being there, not necessarily my initial client, that cannot happen again. You cannot return. And that wasn't helpful. So I just kind of think that that just kind of that was a definitely an abrupt end, but an end. For for damn sure. And my last thought on this, because I know we have to wrap up. So my last thought on this is that um, she just wouldn't have been there. Like all three of them would not have been in that room together Mm -hmm. um, from my perspective. So and it was like, okay, if y'all do want her to be here, I need to see her Mm -hmm. by herself. 
then we can start bringing in the fold and bring her in the fold and then working whatever this is out because Mm -hmm. what it was is that Jocelyn did not have a clear understanding of what was going on, Mm -hmm. right? Mimi was very aware. She's aware that Stevie is a cheater. Mm -hmm. She's aware of all this, but Jocelyn, which usually happens with the other person, Mm -hmm. is not fully aware. So she becomes the aggressor. Yeah. Right? They all would not, no, would not have been in the room at that point together for me. I think that that... For me, I don't mind. I didn't mind that she was there. I think that could have been part of the healing process. Mm-hmm. But she wouldn't have been there until I felt that the clients felt that they were in alignment right. with who they were as a couple before mm-hmm. bringing in this other person. And I think that just wasn't shown. But that is something that would really happen in therapy is if you, and as my main clients, y'all aren't aligned about where y'all are. Ain't no need to bring in a third person. There's a whole lot of confusion in the room. Right. And as we so. know, it was for reality TV. So, of course, they had to create the drama. Beep right? Up. They had to create the drama. Beep so, that's why she was in there. But I think we both agree she would not not have been there at that point. Yeah. Okay. So, but nonetheless, friend, you know, we can bump these gums all day long. Yes, but we can. I hope y'all enjoyed us. We just letting you all in. Just a scoop. Just a <laughs> scoop into where we are. And um, I hope you enjoyed the show. Please do your homework. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry for smacking in y'all ears. I'm just now noticing that. But this was our talk. So we are glad that you have joined us. We hope that you enjoy what we have to bring to you These are actual conversations that we have with each other every single day. So thank you for allowing us the space to be vulnerable with you and share a piece of our lovely friendship, our colleagueship. Is that a word with you on the airwaves? Yep. Yep. So that's what we got. Yeah. And I'm Dr. Amanda Nicholson. And I'm Amy Gaskin. And And we are... This is, and this is, this This is, this is, the Sedated Therapist Therapist Podcast.